Hey, this is Malamalan, and we are here to briefly discuss why it's super important on studying our Bibles. So, as you can see, the title of this is Study Your Bible your love letters right so there's going to be a day soon where we're not going to be able to go online or search or even possibly i see just joining together right as christ said that we should um do not forsake the assembly um with others like with other christians okay um now i know that's paraphrasing but you understand what i'm saying um there's going to be a day where I understand there are small T tribulations now, but there will be a day where there will be heavy persecution on the church. So have yourself a hard copy of your Bible. Okay. I will recommend King James Version or New King James Version. Uh, um place these scriptures on your heart understand like okay so okay when you were a child and you live with your parents or you're grown and you live with your parents but you moved out at one point right you can still recall what they sound like even if they aren't in your face like you can recall like you have a sit back and think of like memories right and you literally can hear your mom's voice as it is her voice like as she's sitting there right next to you um that's the same with our father you read his word, you get his word rooted, like be rooted. Let it be good soil that his word is sown on. Um, and there's a parable about that. <laughs> Let it be good soil that his word is sown on. And when those persecutions come, when they come, that you know, it may not be as easy for us to do this or do that as we are now. His word is already sown on our hearts and we will be all right. We'll be all right. Just know that evil is coming, right? And because we know evil is coming, we need to be like like evil is like at an all-time high our faith walk needs to be at an all-time higher than the evil that's coming for us right the evil that's coming for this world looking with me in first peter 5 8 and first peter 5 8 says be sober be vigilant because your adversary, the devil, walks around like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. Y'all, that's some serious words. Like, the words in these Bibles that we have, 
it is not for show. Like if you, when you read and you see our Savior, you see He is not like, oh, I'm just put this in there. Like no, it is for a purpose. Okay, He will not overtake you. You walk with Christ. You become stronger in the Word. You become strengthened who you are you know who he is and when you know who he is you know who you are and once you know you are his child he's going to oh my goodness he does such an amazing work in your life it's this purification process once you give your entire life to christ the holy spirit right he comes in he he resides in you he he you're you you are the embodiment of his holy spirit and he starts to uh clean house (laughs) and you know oh this is not nope this is not of god remove that so you'll start seeing things that um used to be uh entertainment for you are just no longer entertainment and you don't even miss it right you feel happier you were depressed about some things and now you realize that that depression is gone you had um anxiety over certain things and anxiety is gone like literally give your entire life to him and you're gonna see him just like work like work like no other and sometimes it's hard sometimes it's one of those oh but god i really he said no 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 this isn't of me you don't need this let's do without this right It's amazing, and I promise you won't regret it. You give your life to Christ, you won't regret it. Always be ready to give an account, right? So let's always be ready to give an account for why we believe. 1 Peter 3.15 says, But sanctify the Lord God in your hearts, and always be ready to give a defense to everyone who asks you for a reason for the hope that is in you with meekness and fear so someone says well Mila, why are you why, why are you follow christ all right this is my account i follow christ because john 3 15, john 3 16 sorry that he so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son he loved me as i was a sinner before I came to the knowledge of him, he loved me. Who else do you know in your life that would do that? Exactly. Nobody. You went silent for a second, right? Nobody. I follow Christ because he is love. I follow him because he first loved me he saved me from me if i if it was my way i don't even think i would be where i'm at right now in my life it's not that i purposely tried to tear myself down 
But you all know we are fallible people. We may think what we're doing is the right thing and oh, this makes sense. And in the long run, because we don't see the future as he does, right? We wind up messing ourselves up. I love him because he saves me from me. Because he loved me as I was. And then he started to change in me the things that did not belong. He loved me because he gave me free will. Just like he gave you free will. And he loved me whether or not someone is going to love him back or reject him. He's an amazing God. He blesses abundantly. And I'm not talking just materialistically. Knowledge. Like literally I've had dreams of him showing me the blessings to come. And when they do, I'm like, what? It's nobody but God. Ten toes down is God for me. Period. I don't care. I don't care who got to go because he is a great mathematician. He will remove whomever, how many ever, but he will replace. And what he replaces with, ooh, is way better than who left. So, that's my account. He saved me for me. He loved me in my sin. He purified me. He's patient. He is long-suffering. He's forgiving. He's just an amazing God. And I'm super grateful. So let's equip ourselves because we know, because we know the evil is coming for us, let's equip ourselves with his word. Ephesians 6, 12 says, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against the principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Y'all, the devil trying me. Oh, he trying to make it so this word don't get out. Excuse me. That's not going to happen. We're going to get this out. So it's just, it's funny how I literally didn't have throat problems until I started reading Ephesians 6, 12. (laughs) Y'all, I'm telling you, it's been just comical, okay? Spiritual attacks has been coming. It's just at the point now, I just look back and I just laugh. Like, are you serious? Like, you fool. Are you serious? So it's like, y'all, he he knows the Bible, all right? But he don't have his Holy Spirit. He don't have our Father's Holy Spirit, so he cannot interpret the Bible. And that's key. That is super duper important, is to be able to interpret the Bible. Because anyone can read it. You can read it, 
but do you understand? And that is the reason why it's super important to pray before you read and allow his spirit to interpret it for you. So you could be looking at, I don't know, somebody who's what you would call a bother. We all have that, right? Raise your hand if you got that. I know I'm not the only one. Okay. I'm just taking it. Y'all raise your hands. <laughs> but our battle is not with that person or persons. Our battle, right, is not flesh and blood. It is against the principalities, the, the darkness, the evilness, the demon that lives within that person, Satan himself. Because you are made in the Father's image, he hates you automatically. Because he cannot destroy the Father, he's going to try and destroy whom he loves, which is you, brothers and sisters. So Ephesians 6.12 again says, For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. So before you go to sleep, pray that he protects you, that he watches over you. When you wake up, you thank him that you didn't get attacked, right? And if something did try to attack you, if there was spiritual warfare woo, in your home, like I've literally seen spirits, y'all. When I tell you I've seen spirits, I've literally seen spirits and had to have prayed spirits out of home. Evil spirits they mean us no good but because i put on the whole armor of god because i am his child because i know his word and i am not taking any of this like oh i know i know i know i know no i'm telling you in the beginning it freaked me out it scared me like what what hold up but in the name of jesus you will leave you will not return my father is in heaven he beat you what do you want go go you gotta go go bye go go command the evil spirits to leave then i anoint my home because we are protected we are protected and loved by the most high god evil spirits have no home they have no place where I live at, where my children live at, they have no right to be here. So we're going to endure till the end, like it says in Matthew 24, verses 9 through 13. So in Matthew 24, verses 9 through 13, says... Then they will deliver you up to tribulation and kill you. And you will be hated by all nations for my name's sake. 
And then many will be offended, will betray one another, and will hate one another. Then many false prophets will rise up and deceive many. And because lawlessness will abound, the love of many will grow cold. And catch this. 13 says, But he who endures to the end shall be saved. But he who endures till the end shall be saved. So what we're going to do is understand the evil's coming for us. Meditate on 1 Peter 5, 8. Understand that. Understand that, right? It's no getting around it. Understand evil's coming for you. You didn't choose to live for you. You didn't choose to live for this world. You didn't choose to go against Christ and call good things, um, evil things good, right? You chose Christ. You chose him. So because you chose him, because you chose your spirit arose above your flesh, right? Because you want to live your life for Christ and tell people about him. Evil's coming. It's in 1 Peter 5, 8. Let's always be ready to give an account. 1 Peter 3, 15 on why 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 are we following christ why are we christians why are we choosing to be set apart and equip yourselves with his word ephesians 6 12 we do not wrestle against flesh and blood but against principalities and powers against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. So we're going to endure till the end. Matthew 24, 13 says, but he that shall endure until the end, the same shall be saved. Amen. So to get us ready for next week, when we, God willing, will do a retouch, another go over of the book of Revelation, I'm asking you to read ahead, read books one through three. They are addressing the churches. Okay. And honestly, when you read it, I'm telling you right now, I'm going to tell you the spoiler alert. These churches, you can identify even today, okay? There are churches that identify today. When I say that the word of God is, it cuts deep. When I tell you that the word of God is living, you're going to be like, whoa, what? Yeah, these churches, you will be able to identify today. 
So books one through three are addressing the churches. Four and five is where we're going to be going through our study. But it's just super important. I don't want anybody to miss your blessing. Do you know it's seven blessings when you read the book of Revelation? So yeah, read one through three. But we're going to pick up our study starting with Revelation 4 and 5. God willing, we can get through 4 and 5 in its entirety. 4 is talking about the throne room of heaven. Ah, amazing. I'm excited. Who's excited? Let me see by a show of hands. Who's excited for that, right? I'm going to just say everybody rose their hand because I got two hands up. I'm ready. And uh, five is talking two parts. In the New King James Version, it breaks it down in two parts. So five is the lamb that takes the scroll. And then I believe it's in verse eight where it picks up that worthy is the lamb. Amen. So next week, we're going to pick up in Revelation four and five. You can read it ahead, so when we go through it, it ain't your first time, it ain't your second time, and hopefully it ain't your third time. It's your umpteenth time, because you stay in the Word of God, right? You stay in the Word of God, I stay in the Word of God. Tell me you stay in the Word of God. We're going to be reading 4 and 5 of Revelation. I'm asking you to pre-read 1 through 3, but I'm not telling you not to read 4 and 5. I'm telling you we're going to go over 4 and 5, but definitely... Go over four and five if you can. It'd be great. It is super important to get the understanding before we go through it. We're going to break it down um, as the Lord leads, right? So you can look at it like, girl, I'm going to get in five books. I'm going to get in three books. Okay, I got suggestions. Hold on. I got suggestions. You can do a book in the morning and then one at night. Like, we all are not, there's a lot of us that do work a lot, right? But we make time for those things that we want to make time for. Okay? So, because we all got super duper busy lives, you can fit God in it, right? Because you fit, you fit your significant other in it. You fit your kids in it. You can fit God in that life that he gave you, that he breathed into you, that he woke you up, that he protected you while you slept. You can fit God in there. So if you can't do a book at night and then another book um, in the morning, I said that backwards, but you know what I mean, then try to do a book a day. Hold on. We are talking on Saturday, and I'm talking about next Saturday. So we got seven days. And I'm only talking about three books minimum, possibly five. If you so can do that, do that. Right? So let me just, I'm not a mathematician, but let me just, let me just count. Hold on. I'm asking you to read less books than we got days. Oh. Who can do that? I can do that. Can you do that? I think I heard, what? Yeah, you can do that. Hey, that's what I'm talking about. 
So let's get in this word, right? Let's get in our word. Let's read. Let's pray. Let's pray. Pray always before you read. Because who better to interpret what you're about to read than his spirit, right? The word, his, the, the, the Bible was written. Holy Spirit inspired. So who better to explain what he wrote than his spirit himself? Hello. So we are going to allow his spirit to interpret as we read. And then after you pray, and then you go and read, um, study, right? Just study. Just go over what you, what you just read. Study it. Take notes. Yep, I'm saying take notes. Take sticky notes. Whether it be on your laptop, on your phone, right? We all got that little thing of thing, whatever it's called. Um, your notes on your phone. Or old school, pen and paper. Hello. That ain't never hurt nobody. So, take notes. And then go over your notes, right? Really, like, truly, like, study. Take notes as you read it. Like, what, what does this mean? Well, I'm in, and I'm going to give you one of the greatest study tools that I find, like, oh, my goodness, it's so amazing. It's beautiful. I love it. But hold on. Before I do, I just want to um, say that um, Jesus loves you. It is okay if you don't understand. You pray and you ask him for an understanding, Right? He's literally listening. He's literally available. He don't have to put you on hold because he's busy trying to answer someone else's prayer or that because um, someone else is calling on him. He is all powerful. He is our creator. He is available for you the same time he's available for me. What? Yep, I said it. I said it. Because he's all powerful. He is all powerful. He is not limited. Okay. So let me give you one of that thing. One one of the amazing study tools that I use is Blue Letter Bible. Now, Blue Letter Bible has this thing um, where it has tools. Like it literally says tools. And you can go to that and you can get um, different Bibles. You can get cross references. You can get commentaries. Look, they even got dictionaries on here for us. It's amazing. I love it. It's beautiful. Now, I understand that the internet is not going to be around forever. I completely get that. So what I'm going to say is... Try getting a hard copy concordance. If you like me, you shop on Amazon a lot. And you know Amazon got about everything down to the kitchen sink, right? They got those two. Yeah, I verified. I looked because I've been looking for stuff. So, <laughs> get you a hard copy concordance. Um... I think it's amazing. I need to put saying um so much. It is amazing to have in your study as you go through your study, right? And I ain't talking about just this study. I'm talking about all your studies. I'm talking about 
when you are just reading the Bible and you are like trying to understand something or some things, right? Many things for me. The concordance is like amazing. So get one of those. It's great. If there's anybody who doesn't or have not, sorry, have not accepted Christ, now is the time to accept them. Boo, I'm going to tell you, Buddha can't save you. Muhammad can't save you. Allah cannot save you. But guess who can? Jesus Christ. Yeshua. He is the living God. The only God. And he saves. He doesn't point the finger. He saves. He loves you. And it would be in your best interest. Because life without Christ is horrible. And after this life here on earth, we all will spend it either with him because we chose him and we lived for him. We accepted him or life without him. And the life without him, like I just said, it is horrible. Choose Christ while there's still time. I love you, brothers and sisters. Go in peace. Make today amazing. Share the love of our Father that is in you. And always remember, be ready to give an account on why you believe in Jesus Christ. Shalom.